0: Episode 28 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, part of the Pinstripe Alley community of podcasts. Sean and Ryan back for uh, another one this week. Obviously, special circumstances warrant another discussion because now we know the Yankees' opponent in the ALCS, it will be the rematch that... A lot of other people in the baseball world want to see. It's the Yanks and the Astros. We're recording as it's 6-1 in the ninth inning, so I figured let's get this started so we can get to bed <laughs> not wait for this to be over because Kevin Cash might throw out four more pitching changes or something and really drag this out. But anyway, it's looking like the Astros. Garrett Cole was his usual scary, dominant self. Thank God the Yankees don't have to see him until Game 3. But, um... Yeah, Sean, I mean, initial reaction to the Yankees getting the Astros instead of the Rays after the Rays put up a, a good fight in this short series. I mean, how are you feeling about this uh, much-anticipated rematch?
1: Um, scared, definitely. <laughs> you know what? Everybody was kind of talking about, oh, let's play Tampa, but their pitching looked really good, too, obviously. Um, I'm sure Glass now wishes that could redo that first inning again, but... Um, yeah, I'm. am obviously not super confident going up against a team that won a hundred and how many games did they win? Hundred and seven games this year. Um, in a place where we haven't played well, going up against Verlander and and um, Cole and, and everybody seems to have forgotten about Zach Greinke, who, aside from his game three start the series, has been a very good pitcher. Um. So it, it's it's really stacked up against it for the Yankees. If the Yankees don't lose, don't win Game One, they're in a world of trouble because you have Verlander on normal rest and then Cole on normal rest coming back at you. So Game One is basically as close to a must-win of a Game One as you're going to get.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels like the uh, stakes for Game One are are a lot higher now because. It seems like an opportunity for the Yanks to guarantee at least a split with Verlander and Cole on deck for the next two games. And it's, yeah, like I, I, I probably feel the same way. Definitely definitely nervous. We talk about those top three starters for the Astros, and we don't even get to the fact that they have arguably the league's MVP this year and Alex Bregman, Altuve, Bregman, and... Alvarez clearly haven't missed a beat from their regular season. They've all been hitting well in the postseason. Um, Springer is really the only one who, offensively who seems like he's uncharacteristically struggling, obviously. He's oh, come Correa, up, Correa, too. Yeah, but I don't even consider that uncharacteristic. He's been battling that back injury all year, and um, I just c- consider that less surprising. Brantley was the other one, but he's come alive tonight. He just tonight. went yard, yeah. So that's also a really scary offense. Again, the Yankees did just take care of a really scary offense and and did so pretty emphatically. So look, as 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 nerve-wracking as it can be given the quality of the opponent the Yankees are going to have to face, it's it's still a 7-game series. It just takes a couple key guys getting hot over the course of a week to to move on and it, you know, if you're rooting for a team whose goal is to win the World Series, you're going to have to take down the best teams in the league to get there. That's just how it goes. So the Yankees weren't able to close it out last time, and hopefully that uh, desire for revenge gives them a little extra push, especially when they're down in Houston and helps them hit a little better on the road because they were not able to get many runs across uh, back in 2017 when they were in Houston. It was. Uh, it was really tough for them to generate any offense. And and the disappointing part about that was, at least for games one and two, they were still right in those games, even though they couldn't score any runs. In game one, you had the bird home run, and that was it. And then game two, you had the, the walk-off against Chapman where Todd Frazier's double that got stuck in the fence was really the only source of offense for the Yankees that game. So you hope with... Uh, what looks like an even better lineup this time that they're uh, that they're able to push across some runs, starting with Game One on Saturday against Frankie.
1: Yeah, so the the Yankees' offense is definitely improved from 2017, like you said. Um, the addition of John Carlos Stanton, Clay Torres. Yeah, replacing Starling Castro
0: with Clayver Torres. That's a, a pretty big, pretty big bump. And Glaber had really his first
1: huge Yankee moment in that series in Houston in 2018. I think that was before the walk-off he had against the...
0: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the series before that yeah. series.
1: So, I mean, he's had a big moment there. Maybe that gives him a little bit of confidence. Obviously, can't read too much into that, but at least he's had some success there. Um, and, you know, Edwin is looks like a very confident hitter, so hopefully some of that swagger carries in and Um, you know, like you said, if you're going to win the world series, you got to beat some good teams. Uh, I liked when we were the team like that, that everybody was afraid of, but, um, if we had spent a little more money, we could have been, but, um, anyway, speaking of money, what, what will the Yankees need to offer Garrett Cole next year? (laughs) 35 million a year,
0: probably something like that, but instead they'll offer him a, a big picture of him in a Yankee uniform on the jumbotron and maybe a nice dinner. yeah uh, that's about that's about it will will
1: you do five years for 20 million dollars (laughs) sir yeah okay
0: anyway consider um, this discount because you would get to wear the pinstripes yeah but we have
1: seen before where guys wear down in october and it's possible with garrett cole going eight innings tonight and seven and two thirds the night you know in game one and, and verlander obviously did not look good on three days rest perhaps some of that fatigue carries over Um, you know, that, that gives me a little bit of hope, especially with how deep the Yankees lineup is and how good they are at wearing pitchers out that maybe we can get into the, the middle of the Houston bullpen, which is a little bit of what their underbelly is right now. Like those middle innings, if you could avoid Presley and, um, Osuna.
0: Yeah. I mean, Will Harris is, is, is a great has been a great arm for them. And Osuna's been been solid. But, uh, yeah, other than that, if you can get their starters out, which the Yankees are certainly capable of doing. Look, the Rays, the Rays just took the Astros to a decisive fifth game, and they rely on their pitching, their league-best pitching staff. They, you know, game, aside from game three, they certainly struggle to get anything going on the offensive end, and the Yankees are a much, much better lineup than the Rays, not just in terms of pure talent and power but the yankees also work the count and can get those pitch counts up perhaps to a point where cole can't keep throwing 100 miles an hour in the eighth inning because you have guys like like judge and and torres and stan guys who have been notorious to getting deep in counts and, and making those pitchers work so that's you know that that's another another positive for the yankees they certainly have the bullpen advantage that's that's for sure mm-hmm. And um, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting series. I'm I'm expecting another one very similar to 2017 that could very well come down to a, a decisive Game Seven.
1: That wouldn't surprise me. Um, I could also see Houston, you know, lighting the lighting the series on fire here, and if everybody's clicking on all cylinders for them, but I. I agree with what you what you're saying the yankees lineup is so deep that they should be able to get to that bullpen occasionally and that that would be our best chance um you know this lineup does not have a jacoby ellsbury todd frazier starling castro chase if they headley. weren't dhing yeah chase headley matt holiday coming back from that virus was was a non-factor aaron judge didn't get going to the third game so this lineup is better um by a lot but the pitching is pretty much the same, and the Astros' pitching is much improved. So we'll see what happens. But um, you know, there's been some news that CC might be ready to make the roster. I think that's really not an issue. If he does make it, he's just replacing Tyler Lyons, who we had the pleasure of seeing pitch in a playoff game. Oh yeah, the honor um, looks good. Yeah, he actually did. So maybe CC shouldn't replace him. But if CC comes on, that'd be a nice story. But I think the more intriguing thing is the news that Aaron Hicks apparently shunned his doctors or shunned the Yankees yeah. doctor request and just started throwing, which for a guy that is, you know, a much better version of Jacoby Ellsbury, but still gets hurt frequently. Um, interesting that he decided to do that, but I like that. That makes him not like Ellsbury because he actually wants to play baseball. Um, do you
0: think he saw the list of Yankees that have hit the injured list this year and were like, well, clearly the training staff is – is uh, not helping this situation, so maybe I should try Maybe he pulled a George Costanza and just started do the doing the opposite.
1: I like it. So what do you think? What do you think happens with Hicks?
0: I think this is really interesting. We, we just talked about the Yankees being able to work counts and, and get the pitch count up. When, when healthy, Aaron Hicks is one of the best Yankees in the lineup at doing that. He's, he was among the league leaders in, in working full counts right up there with Judge um, last season when he put together his, his best year. So even, I think it's a similar situation like what we saw with Stanton in the ALDS, where Stanton clearly is still a little rusty, doesn't have his timing down pat, and isn't squaring up the ball like he does when he's at his best, but still working good at bats, drawing a lot of walks. And you can, you can still get that from Hicks. And he also gives you versatility in terms of being able to bat from both sides of the plate. He has... Uh, more power than than a Cameron Maben, and he's also an elite defender. I mean, you think about even if you just used him in a Cameron Maben type role, and you take Stanton out in the sixth or seventh inning, then all of a sudden your outfield is Gardner and left, Hicks in center and Judge and right, which is really really good. I mean, that would be, you know, that would be maybe the best defensive outfield out of any team remaining in the postseason right now, and that's uh I don't know I, I find it intriguing. I think it's something the Yankees should seriously consider even if it doesn't mean getting Cameron Maven off the roster. You can replace him with I think the most logical choice would be to replace him with Luke Voit. Luke Voit who is a a non-factor in the ALDS and clearly the Yankees have concerns that he's not himself ever since he suffered that core injury and his month of September showed that he definitely isn't himself. So If you only have Void on the roster to be a possible pinch hitter role, why don't you replace him with Hicks, who who can work a good at bat and is also going to be a huge plus on the defensive side?
1: Yeah, I agree. And plus, you could use Hicks in other pinch hitting situations. You know, if you needed ever pinch hit for like Gio or Shella with with a left handed bat, you know, it's it's probably better to bring Hicks in than Tyler Wade as your lefty pinch hitter. so I think it offers a lot of interesting possibilities, and I, I don't think he slides into the starting lineup. I don't think you mess with that right now because you don't know what he is. Um, if he did, I wouldn't freak out. It's just just the way I feel right now. Um, and, and they did have that lineup clicking. But um, if they do bring him into the lineup, what do you do there? What would, what would you do?
0: Um. If he's in the start, if he's in the starting lineup, so I, I think the bench roll is pretty
1: clear. What happens? Like we just discussed, it. he either replaces Mabin or Voigt, or they carry one less pitcher, which I don't think they'll do. Um, I, I, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, he doesn't play. But then the confusing thing is, you know, there was three possibilities that Cashman said he told him, and the other was that he was starting. So what happens if he's in the starting
0: lineup? I don't know. I, I mean, really, the only, I don't know though. Just ba- he hasn't played since August fourth. The only, the only scenario I can find myself seeing Hicks in the starting lineup is if, if the Yankees were facing a lefty and you wanted to sit Gardner, but the Astros' rotation is Verlander, Cole, Granky, so you're mm-hmm. not going to see that. So, so you. So know.
1: what? What about putting him in center, Gardner in left, DH Stan, Encarnacion at first, Lemayo a third, and sit Urshela?
0: That that I could see. Um, your
1: your outfield defense goes up, your infield defense goes down. Your lineup, it's probably a wash. I mean, I don't I don't know what what Hicks will look like, but Urschel has impacted the ball well.
0: Yeah, I was about to say uh, Urschel has actually series. looked good the last, especially games two or three. He had mm-hmm. two hard hit balls over hundred miles an hour in in game two, and then in game three he had that other another hard single. Mm-hmm. Oh no, a hard double the right in front of Jake Cave, who dove and came up, <laughs> came up just about fifteen feet short. <laughs> um, we would call that an unnecessary dive yeah so yeah that, it, it definitely um, possesses a, an interesting scenario with Hicks it's funny It's you know you go through this whole season the way it's unfolded with all these injuries then all of a sudden you're getting ready for the biggest series of the year and suddenly the Yankees have too many healthy bodies
1: yeah I forget who it was somebody tweeted the Yankees are getting so many guys back don't be surprised to see Bird and, and Ellsbury up next week <laughs> I said, hey, well, if hey, they play hey, the Cardinals <laughs> in the World Series, bring up Bird, baby. If Take Bird,
0: <laughs> if Bird can play like he did against the Astros, bring him up.
1: That's yeah. That's it. Anyway, um, so that that's really the only intriguing question aside from what do you do with the rotation? We know they're going to be away. What's what's your starting rotation look like?
0: <sighs> I. I don't know, do you save Tanaka now for Game 3 against Cole at the stadium where Tanaka has been fantastic in the postseason going up against um, Houston's best and you go Paxton Severino? Uh,
1: I think having Paxton Severino gives you the best chance because I think Paxton can give you a little bit of length probably. Um, if you have a lead that game, you go all out to try to steal it with whoever and you can worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And, um, if not, then you have the day off after game two anyway. So if Severino only can give you four innings, you can figure out the fifth through ninth. Um, and, and you know, it, it's kind of like a weird situation, right? Like you're going to need is, do you really want to put Tanaka up against their best? Cause you figure Tanaka is going to give you the best effort. I mean, I think just with the way he's pitched at Yankee stadium, yes, you want to pitch him at Yankee stadium. Um, and if it comes down to a game seven, who else would you rather have besides Tanaka? Yeah. So I, I would do Severino. Um, I would do, you know, Paxton, Sevi, Tanaka, just like you said, and then bullpen game four, you at least have game four bracketed by Tanaka and Paxton. So you don't, you know, you know, you'll get like four innings, each of those damn games out of a starter at least.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you, you, you put Severino in, in game two. And he, you know, puts up another bend-don't-break-outing like he did in Minnesota in Game 3. And then you need to go to the bullpen a lot. You you have that day off the next mm-hmm. day.
1: Yep. Okay, so we're all in alignment there.
0: For what it's worth, Paxton's start against Houston this year. Obviously, it was way, way back. But five innings, one run, seven strikeouts. Take like another it. one of those. Yeah, that, that was... That was a that was a four one win and I mean pitching wise you couldn't have drawn it up any better. Paxton went five innings, gave up a run with seven strikeouts, and then Adavito Canely, Britton Chapman went the remaining uh, what remaining four innings and didn't and allowed two hits and no earned runs.
1: What was that the Friday night game of that series? Because I that believe, was there Thursday. So. You were there Saturday. This the game you went to was really good. That was Back a great game. Yeah, cool. All right, I like it. And we know Severino has had success there. Best game of his career was there. It was. Um, and we know Tanaka could pitch pitch against anybody. So let's get wild. Um, so what what in your mind happens for the Yankees to win this series? I don't think we need to do what happens if the Yankees lose. Because I think we know if the Yankees just lose, if Verlander and Cole go out and shove, and the Yankees don't steal one of those games, the Yankees the Yankees lose this series.
0: Yeah, I, I think it just starts with take one of these first two games and go from there, because the okay. Yankees are obviously a dominant team at home. We've seen the Astros a little shook at Yankee Stadium in 2017, and if you want, you to think even they're going to be so
1: shook that Cole gets uh, Cole
0: gets rattled? It's it, hey, anything's possible. I mean, look, the Astros looked like an entirely different team at the Trop. They, That's true. They were. I, I thought they. You could say they were a little rattled there too. I mean, it, it was. It was a completely different looking team, than when they're in Houston. That's why it's so crucial to steal, one of these first two games. Um, definitely more confident in, in the Yankees against Verlander, just because they've seen him so much more. They only faced Cole once this year. Surprisingly, had some success against him. Obviously, that was, back before this insane stretch that he went on. It was yeah. actually. Just a couple weeks before he went on this dominant stretch, but what they—I mean, it wasn't—they didn't kill him, but three, three earned runs and four hits over seven innings. I mean, God, you you hear that against Cole, and you're like, man, he got knocked around. I'm sure um,
1: Talkman had a huge game.
0: (laughs) And um, yeah, can the Yankees bring back G-Man Choi for this series because he's the only guy that seems to be able to hit Garrett Cole. (laughs)
1: I wanted G-Man Choi to to hit a walk-off home run so bad.
0: Yeah, that would have been amazing, but uh,
1: big jolly old fella.
0: <laughs> so, and the, and I, I just think I think Granke in, in Game One's their best shot. Yeah, he's, the Yankees. Yeah, he's had success against the Yankees this year. Obviously, uh, let's see.
1: Well, didn't they beat him in the the game they they faced Arizona?
0: Yeah, they they won. I mean, he's still. He didn't last long, but he still struck out seven over five innings and gave up two earned runs. They just got to the bullpen. The Yankees did, but no, but we'll Granky that again. Granke this year against the Yankees, twelve and two thirds, seven hits, fourteen strikeouts, three. Yeah, but runs. don't
1: don't look at that because that that game he pitched in Arizona, the Yankees had nobody. I mean, yeah. that was when they were just gassed after that West Coast trip. That don't don't
0: put any stock in that. I'm not um, saying I'm putting stock in it. I'm just providing the the information that we've got in front of us, and I think right. uh, I think his last postseason start showed you that he's obviously hitable. I mean, he got tagged by the Rays, who are a much inferior lineup to the Yankees, and yeah, the Yankees are coming into this series fresh. I mean, look they they went into Houston in 2017 after having to come back from down two zero. And had to go to Cleveland to clinch that game five. They're rested this time. They've been they've been home all week getting ready, getting everybody fresh and ready to go. Now you get Granky in game one instead of Verlander or Cole. This is a this is a huge opportunity for the Yankees to to immediately grab a lead in this series and, and, and possibly set a tone for the series.
1: That that'd be awesome. I hope
0: it happens. um, Anyway, yeah, I think I think
1: the yeah if the Yankees win the series if they hit everybody not named Cole and and Verlander if they can just hold their own against them and like hang in there wear them down and then hit everybody else win games one four and five and then steal another game because you get one of them out early the Yankees win the series that's that's the route I see and they have to obviously do what they do pitching Boone has to manage well and the. Series against the Twins really showed me a lot about his growth, so I'm not so weary about that. We saw some horrible managing over in the National League, and it actually made me happy to have Aaron Boone. Um, Because, God, I I mean, even the teams that won, like, their managers are horrible.
0: Dave Roberts is, is staying in L.A., they already said.
1: Well, I mean, he's at least...
0: I know he's got the track record, but got man, he, record.
1: he just had a horrible game. Following. And it,
0: and it, this, and it wasn't just like a grady little one glaring bad decision. He made a number of really bad mm-hmm. decisions that lost them that game. I mean, people can knock Kershaw for his bad postseason performance all they want. He was completely set up to fail when they, when yeah. um Roberts brought him back out to face Rendon, one of the best right-handed hitters in the league. I mean, I, come on. Yeah.
1: I I went to bed after he struck out. Um, was it Turner to end the yeah. seventh? And I, I I was I was exhausted. I told my wife. I said I feel like this game's not nearly over yet, but I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was an insane. As game. you
1: could tell for me not being in the group chat, I was I was really sad though. I, I really like Clayton Kershaw, and I feel bad for him. But anyway, uh, back to the Yanks. So what else? Anything else on this? Or you you want to do predictions?
0: We can we can do predictions. I think it's pretty pretty cut and dry. The Yankees need to like you said, hold their own when Verlander and Cole are on the mound and do damage when it's anyone but them two on the mound. Basically, games that Cole or Verlander is starting do exactly what the Rays did today up until the eighth inning. Actually, they you know, now had a really bad beginning, but then he settled in and then the bullpen went five and two thirds without giving up a hit before mm-hmm. um the Brantley and Altuve home runs, So that's, that's all they got to do. Obviously way easier said than done, but I guess going to my predictions, I guess I'm going to predict that it is going to be easier said than done. And uh, probably looking at another painful game seven loss. Okay. But I will say the only thing different this time will be that each road team will win one game.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that that's probable. Um All right, give me one. All right, if the Yankees win, who has a monster series?
0: If the Yankees win, Sanchez. Okay. I like it. What about you?
1: Um I think the Astros win in 6. Well good. You
0: thought the Twins were going to win, so we're in good shape.
1: Well, at least we're both on the same side this time. <laughs> yeah, if the if the Yankees win, I think Paxton pitches two gems, so they guarantee themselves wins in one and five,
0: that's, allowing that's them fair.
1: allowing them to have enough of the bullpen for game two with Severino. For some reason, I feel like that game two against Verlander is a winnable game. I really feel like I'm gonna go into that game thinking they could win. That's I'm gonna I'm, go into game, I'm, I'm going into game one uh yeah i do too but i feel like it's such a pressure game that i don't know there's something that something just scaring me about it but i, I could be wrong i was also really scared about pretty much every
0: other game <laughs> uh,
1: ever. yeah i was gonna say
0: i think i think I this get, pressure we say about game one i think this is just us putting it on ourselves i really don't think the yankees feel like oh now that we don't have Cole and Verlander, we have to take this game i just i don't know yeah, i don't no. see them feeling yeah. that way
1: no i i mean it sounds silly but like whenever we're playing in our stupid wooden bat league i I never feel any pressure when we're playing i feel pressure when i'm watching you guys play i'm managing (laughs) like it's like once you're in it you're in it who gives a shit you're just you know
0: yeah it's like what cc says
1: yeah yeah it's exactly true um so i don't think the yanks feel pressure i feel pressure so anyway that's it i don't know i'm nervous i always am worried about things and with the yanks but (laughs) we'll uh well, yes, we'll it's
0: been it's been a while. We're on ten years now, and, and
1: especially because we got the series tickets. It's like I want to use these so bad.
0: Oh, I know it would be pretty incredible. But first things first, we get to hopefully. I mean, it would be game either yeah. it, it would be either a disastrous collapse or an incredible surge to be the reasoning behind us not getting to use those game five tickets. Would it really
1: be a disastrous collapse though? I, I mean if Granky goes out and pitches like Granky and then Verlander and Cole do that, I mean the Yankees could be staring at a sweep. It's not the craziest thing in the world.
0: I don't know. The Yankees are too good to to be losing four don't games. Don't say out,
1: that. Uh, we'll see.
0: I hope I hope you're right. They are. That, this <laughs> you look at that lineup in that bullpen. They that's a team that should not be losing four games in a row. To the, no matter how good the Astros are. yeah,
1: They shouldn't, but we'll see what happens. But, um, I mean, you know, baseball got one of the matchups they wanted is already off the table with the the Dodgers out. So Yankees-Astros, I think, is the other series that everybody had their eye on all year. So everybody's going to get it, and hopefully it lives up to the hype, and hopefully the Yankees come out on top. And um, I'll see you at Game 5. Remind me on Saturday to give you your ticket so you don't have to wait outside, and you could go in and get some – Home run balls from Gary Sanchez and, and heckle Zach Hample again.
0: Yes, that would be nice. I would love to catch a home run ball in front of Hample again. That was one of the most fulfilling moments of my life.
1: Sounds good. I don't know. I was thinking about going to game three because I have enough like bonus work points. Like, you know, you get they call them ace points and you can buy tickets and I, I've saved them up for my whole year. I haven't spent <laughs> any. I'm like 2000 short. But I told my, my boss. At a time.
0: I told my boss last night. I was like, "This is when I start deploying those sick days I haven't used." Yeah. Right, so get ready.
1: <laughs> there you go. Anyway, well, we'll see. Hopefully, um, Aaron Judge carries out a sentence on the Astros, and we'll uh, be going to the World Series. But we'll—I uh, don't know—we're going to do a check-in next week because their series might not
0: be over. Yes it's certainly certainly possible. We'll, we'll play it by ear, but um, all right. I mean, I'm
1: sure all of our listeners are like on the schedule. I've been like refreshing effectively wild's podcast because I'm like, I need a new episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the best time of year. but anyway, all right, well, anything else?
0: Nope, I'm ready to go. It's been a few days. I'm, we got one more day off before play before Yankees playoffs kick back up. so I'm, I'm ready to go.
1: Sounds good. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever going to Houston.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and hang on to your asses, and we'll uh, we'll see you talk to you next week.